go. Okay, so back again once more. Um, the last few of these have been not very chronological, really. I've been getting notes from things you've been talking about mm. to sort of talk about as, as jumping off point as opposed to going through chronologically. Not necessarily in order. No, no, exactly, exactly. So um, this is actually circling back from something we spoke about earlier today, actually. It was back to the rationing and sort of food from when you were younger and, and your parents and that sort of thing. The first jumping off point is like, I think call it beef dripping and bread and, and that sort of thing. And it was, was it granddad's dad that would, uh, that would have that or, or no, nan's oh, dad yeah. that would have that? Well, both of our parents were reserved occupation. One was a farmer, the other was somebody that delivered fuel. Mm-mm. So both were, they came under, but in my father's case, all his draymen, who were the people that carried the coal around on their backs in those days, were pinched because they were physically quite fit. Well, they wouldn't be able to do the job if they couldn't have been. And your dad, Jean? Well, yes, I mean, we it was a reserved occupation, but living in the country on a farm, we had no idea about rationing. It didn't really affect us at all. Um, all right, uh, say, say butter. Um, we made butter, but I didn't like homemade butter, so I had the shop, I had the ration pack, and um, all sorts of things like that. But it, the, the war did not hit us anywhere, really, in the food line. Not, not at all. Um, the, the, the pub in, in, in the village just down below the farm, that they ran, ran a little shop and he was in the black market. So what you did, <laughs> so um, um, he always had a supply of everything. Um, I used to go down there as I got older towards the end of the war and uh, get things, but it really didn't impact on us. I gotta say, I don't know about I don't know about Michael's mum and dad who would have been in the same position really, I should imagine, but it it, it just didn't happen. Yeah. We had everything we needed, and what, what, you know, there was a chicken on the farm, right, so we wanted a, a, a roast dinner on Sunday, so dad would have a cockerel, came Christmas, we always had the cockerel ready to kill off, um, and a pig to slaughter, and you had, we had half the, half the pig always hanging in the cellar, as I was, as we were saying, I mean, you, you made brawn out of the head, you, you used the tongue, you had all, all the different bits, which have died out in popularity now, one doesn't sort of buy slices of tongue. Um, it's not a, a, a thing that's on the menu, as is a lot of other foods, which is goes on and on up to our generation now. But food was completely different, really. It was, I mean, my mother was a good 
cooking that, uh, but what we call what you'd call completely a plain cook. It was meat and meat and two veg and a sort of gravy, roast potatoes, Yorkshire pudding. Um, whereas today, there is a big variety of all different sort of restaurants that are now opening up and. Well, we've gone on, of course, to a lot more vegetarian and, and vegan, things like that. So things now, I'm saying to, I'm saying to Alison and Marcus when they've been cooking, well, what is that? Like they, they were today mentioning miso or something. And I have to ask, what is it? And harissa paste and mm. things like this. What's it made from? It, it didn't figure in our lifetime. And uh, not even even in our married life, it's the old fashioned ways have more or less gone on. Yes, we had you know you had steak and kidney. My dad's favourite meal when he came to stay would be steak steak and kidney pudding, mm -hmm. um, and, and that was with suet pastry always then. Suet pastry. Yes. Um, not and also ste uh, steam puddings. Yes. Um, we've just Custard. had a we've just had a chocolate pudding in individual cases, which um, Alison has made. And I said, "Well, this would be you. You could do the individual marmalade puddings. You put the marmalade in a jam in a jam sponge. I do it in a big basin. But now to look more decorative, you could do it in a small." A little dish and have cream and or fruit or or something. Um, it it's just a different, a completely different outlook on on food in lots of ways. It's all very sort of help um five a day fruit and vegetable, but we did that automatically. You didn't count how many bits of fruit or vegetable you were having. You just had it. It was either in the garden, or you, or you went to the greengrocer uh, and bought it. But I I just find it's quite different cooking now. It's nice. It's nice now for us to have another another generation coming on and introducing us to something different. But in the past, because of the war uh, and the and the rationing and the fact that we people are. In those days, you didn't go abroad for your holidays, so you didn't go and uh, visit Spain or, or uh, France. Um, so you, so you, so you, you still expelled. wanted to have British food, and a lot of people went. I mean, the Britons got the got the um, reputation. Re yeah, re reputation for only wanting fish and chips mm. or. Um, yeah, roast beef and but it's true wherever you go actually in not quite the world but certainly in most of Europe and outside Europe there is always an Irish pub Irish pub yeah. yes yeah. 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 Or, Irish isn't pub. There? Yeah. wherever yeah. you I don't know about the tea, yeah. but wherever I've been not that I go in it but you can't help but yeah. have at least one Irish pub one advert for full English breakfast, breakfast yes yeah. there's, but there's always some if not a lot there's always it's always up somewhere yeah there's um there's like now like whole like little Britain sort of communities in Spain Spain is the worst offender for that sort of thing yeah. isn't it yeah. but um, also what else does the whole uh, almost the whole world the whole continent have 
Is it English breakfast? Mm, yes. Doesn't matter where you go. You yeah, because you'll, you'll get someone complaining if there isn't one. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Or their version of it, but it's all, it's it, it, whether it's a buffet and you help yourself. Yes. But it's always known as a British breakfast. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And where but America? <laughs> America mm. have their own thing. Well, America <laughs> does. No, I'm not. But, um, okay, so you mentioned something back then earlier, which is um, brawn. Do you want to like, explain? what that was. Oh, yeah, well, I say that was things that uh, were obviously made out out of pig's head. Um, And it was like, the meat was sort of compressed, but then you you got this jelly effect around it, so you pressed it in a a bowl of whatever, and then just cut it out. Um, I personally wasn't very keen on it, but... uh, And another thing, you, you, you never... Well, I pos- possibly everybody didn't have it anyway. Yeah. I'm I'm only talking about a farmer's daughter yeah. who, who was who we had it. But if if you lived in a town, obviously, or mm. you wouldn't necessarily have had that either. No, but for for Marcus, this when you make things like that, you put weights on it. Now, yeah. But uh, nowadays, all scales don't have weights. This weights that we use were our weighing scales weights. So you use the pound. Yes, you plate on and then, then yes. the thing Whereas from now, nowadays you couldn't do that because we don't have free weights. The scales are all dialed no. or digital. So you to compress things was easier then because everything was, was, was weighted. You'd have, uh, to put was weighted some, you'd have to put a brick or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. But um, it was an automatic thing that you could always weigh things down, whatever. So what happened to the head? It was, but I, I don't know, but no, I miss, I, I don't was, remember. No, it was, uh, it was boiled. Boiled, no. Boiled, 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 would be scraps, yeah. So that at the end of the day, if <clears throat> you, you you had meat rationing, you had also BUs, bread units, bread rationing. You had that for years. Um, for and that and the bread rationing went on for years and years and years because uh, much of our corn that we use for making bread came from Canada, and it was imported, and we weren't able to. Couldn't I? Well, we were paupers at the end of the war. Um, Great Britain was bankrupt, um, <clears throat> but that didn't affect, believe it or not, um, the man in the street as such, um, because they weren't expecting that that much, because they'd gone through the war of rationing. Now, the rationing. Um, is something that was a brilliant thought and I'm trying to desperately think it could have been somebody called Morrison who was at Labour's Ministry of Food. Hugh Morrison. But I, Hugh Morrison, I think. It is? Right, I've got that right. <laughs> um, and Mer- in Germany, they had no rationing and in also in France, they had no preparation. So, 
the reason was that the British public, as such, had an extremely good diet. Not an exciting diet, but extremely good diet during the war. Um, you um, also had the business that there was certain types of food that you could get outside the rationing. Fruit that grew on hedgerows, blackberries, etc. Going to a butcher, which there was still about in those days, which were pure. Uh, there's a word I've forgotten. I can't. Pure, pure, pure as a hmm? wild. Purveyors. Purveyors. That's it. Purveyors. Um, and they then had hares, rabbits, pheasants, pigeons. You name it, any of the animals that were outside the rationing were there for you to buy. Well, anybody, also, anybody with a gun could go and shoot the pigeon and, and then be all afraid of rabbiting on a Sunday morning. Yes, the farmers all had their guns and would go out shooting. But they were also feeding the, the urban people with these, these shops that, that sold that. Uh, so also outside the rationing there was all the offal so it, it was nothing to have uh, an oxtail liver kidneys um what's the thing you dislike well i dislike tripe tripe <laughs> was a regular yeah. tripe and onions was a very regular thing that you had and our butchers in Winterbourne always had chitlin. They used to queue up for their chitlin. Ah, yes. So the, the, the end result was that, and also vegetables. So many people grew their own vegetables. And in fact, um, you were told, my dad dug up half his lawn and we always had cabbages or something like that growing. Yes, there's no point in growing grass, was it? You wanted no. to grow something That's useful. It. Um, and, that um, was one of the posters, though, wasn't it? Hmm? That was one of the posters in the war, wasn't yes, it? Yes, right. Dick for Victory. Dick for Victory. So yes. every, you, mm. you grew everything you possibly mm. could yeah, in whatever you had. Learned that in school, that one as yes. well. Yeah. And then there is a phenomena at, at that time which you can't see nowadays. But we had what was called, but that covered all types of white butterflies, cabbage whites. Mm. And my job as a little tacker was to go and pick off the um, uh, grubs mm. and catch the butterflies and put them in a jar. And my dad used to then count them. And um, I used to get rewarded with a few pence mm. for the number of... Um, Butter, white butterflies and their caterpillars that I'd removed <coughs> from our Especially the cabbages. Caterp caterpillars were a lot easier to collect than the butterflies. <coughs> yeah. They are nasty little green things, and, isn't and also, of course, many people had in their we gardens fruit bushes, gooseberries, black currants, red currants, raspberries, and loganberries. Well, no, not loganberries. Um, but no blackberries. Logan berries was a new you fruit. You had strawberries. And strawberries. strawberries. But yeah. strawberries were um, top of the range. Yeah. Strawberries yeah. were special. 
because they well, they were yeah. difficult to grow. Um, the wild strawberries ah. weren't, you don't see mm. them now, but no. the wild strawberries that you always used to get in the, the um, hedgerows, and they were there when I was, well we were in Henbury, so I was seven onwards, mm. I always used to go and pick the wild oh, strawberries that, yeah. all the way up Range, Range Road, Range, yeah. and they were tiny, they were only about the size of a fingernail, um, but um, they were perfect little strawberries. And they were ever so tasty, but you. It well, all right if you wash them because yeah. you know, there's all the fumes, yes, and rubbish from the cut, and then of course the dogs going along and wheeling yeah, well, on well, them. Well, I did <laughs> pick them above the dog wee level, when, but when, uh, same with blackberries. You want to pick them above the dog? The ones were probably down at the dog wee yes, level. Well, I, I didn't pick those ones, but what I'm saying is that mm. you you had those things wild going back, but they have all. They have, to all intents and purposes, disappeared, aren't you, the wild strawberry in years ago? Well, all the, the other thing was all the, the, the um, hips, what do we, we had that syrup. Rose hip syrup. Rose hip syrup, syrup. Make, yes. And that was supposed to be, you had a, you made sure you had your spoonful of that. Mm. And every Friday night you had syrup of figs. Yes. Too, did yeah. Well, I didn't, Syrup of figs. Yes, yes. Well, I, yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Well, what? It, it is actually what it's well. exactly what it says it is. It's syrup. It's, it's figs put through a sugar-based thing to make a syrupy thing. And the thing is, with figs, help your digestive system. Well, yes, and kept you regular. kept you regular. But it was very thick. I've mm. never had it, but I have seen it. It's mm. very, it's very thick and best described as tenacious. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't I make you have any of that? No. <laughs> it's gone no, by no, the whole no, time no. that I but had I, to have it. Yes, but I have I have seen it in I have seen it in, in, in the past and I have seen bottles of it going back mm. a while when I started nursing. It was still around but it wasn't often used but it was still around. Um, and still and, and funny enough my some of my old patients still refer to because they're obviously in their eighties, nineties still refer to something called syrup figs and I nod knowingly mm. at them. Well it's probably but, a lot it, whatever it was made it was probably a lot cheaper of course than all the things that are available now with all different things yeah. that, I mean laxatives and all yes. pieces. Yeah. But they all cost money, don't yeah. they? Well I'm sure syrup of figs was very cheap. Yes. It, well I mean it was just figs yeah, I never and really stopped down, to think really. And reduced down into a syrup and strained until they mm. were... Because figs have got... Well, we had figs the other night, Dad. Figs have got... Excuse me. Really tiny little pips in them. So if you stew them down and mash them through um, a muslin and everything, you'll just That's get right, this yeah. thick, mm. very thick, gooey I've juice never liked syrup. figs, personally. No, yeah. I like <laughs> figs. But you get this very thick, gooey syrup... Mm. Um, which is essentially what syrup of figs was, because it, there, there was nothing else in the bottle besides that. You usually yeah. had it after now, your bath on also, Friday night. Also, <laughs> particularly, eggs were rationed and milk was rationed. Um, but now with eggs, if you had pullets, which is a small type of chicken, which produces a no, rather small egg. It was bantams, not pullets. Or small chickens are called pullets. It was bantams. And the if you 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 had those, then you could sell those eggs, and people then had extra eggs above the rashing. 
you also had dried egg, which was rather unpleasant. Mm. Um, you also ended up with something um, which we won't go into the details of because it goes on, but POM, which was dried potato. Mm. And that sounds like it may be something that happened with Australia because they call us POMs. Don't yes, they? yeah, yeah. It could yeah, well yeah. have been linked mm. to that. I don't know, yeah. you have to go to Google it, but yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. not been to that. Yeah. But it yeah. wasn't bad POMs, but obviously. It, it wasn't bad POM because you added things to it like you can add to mashed potato now i mean matt's a a good one on mashed potato he's very good at making mashed potato mm-hmm, yeah. we put all sorts of flavorings into it we could do the same with pom well and what did we but, have when we were growing up when i was growing up what did we used to have when we were growing up when i was growing up adverts did you remember the adverts smash Smash. 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 Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Which is exactly the same. It was driving, which you reconstituted. And I think we had it, I think we got it, at, you had it at school school meals. Yes. So but you could get packets of Smash, I can see them now. When I was at, 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 at um, 17, 18, uh, started National Service, the Army's potatoes was POM. There was a massive stock of it. And um, it and what it's one of the things that um, one of the cooks that we had was appalling and the stuff was just a runny mess on, on the table. And we ended up with in Somerset, this is a a little just a quick story. Uh, in Somerset, um, and we're talking about the, the nineteen late 1940s, 50s, um, and a, a young lad came in to replace this chap, which our CO, bless his cotton socks, kicked out, um, a, a corporal cook, who's a Nigerian. Mm-hmm. And he then took this pom, and he puts it in croquettes, so he made little sausages and deep fried them. And he turned this revolting stuff into something that us, that's a lot, thoroughly enjoyed. Um, that was a just thing. But the other thing is, by our family, um, my dad, as, coal, as a coal merchant, was in fact supplying a very large number of farmers around the ex, out, outskirts of Exeter on, on the Alfenden side. Um, and the, the, them farmers didn't like agriculture and fisheries. Hmm which was the people that they had to keep on sending bits of paper to. And they got very worried about this. So one of the things my dad did for them was <laughs> when, because he, he was now carrying coal, because he had, he had to help out, because he didn't get enough stuff. So from office boy, he became carrying hundredweights of coal on his back. Um, he used to come back with their paperwork and do it for them and, te- and then get it back to them again. And we did get quite a few very nice cuts of pork because the majority of farmers, just like Gene's dad, always had a few porkers that they they grew on, took to the market, uh, to the slaughterhouse, slaughtered, and then when it was slaughtered, they, were, they had part of the carcass always back 
for that their family. So Dad used to come home with this lump of meat wrapped in a newspaper, and it went down rather well. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> but what I'm getting at is our food. I was never hungry. I made my food was never rubbish. It, it, the the rationing did ensure that it was balanced, and the fact that so many people started growing their own vegetables, there was a, a good good supply, and in particular root vegetables, there was a very good supply. Um, it, it it did work. It did work. Now I'm only talking about. Exeter, I'm not talking about places like London which were blitz day in day out, we only had a, uh, a couple of, <coughs> a couple of, well, four, four, five nights of, of bombing, we didn't have anything like that like they did, um, disturbing the population, but of course uh, my grandparents were bombed out of their houses three times in London, um, and um, the um, uh, Margaret's mum married somebody also on a, on a, 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 a didn't have to go because he was very good at um, making wooden models of wireless sets and so forth. He worked for Elliot's, who made a lot of the wireless sets that the army carried around on them. In fact, it's one of the sets I carried around on my back. Um, and his job was to make the model. And then from that model, the next thing, the engineers came along and made the body. That body that was made of different metals, those metals were put together like that and then they were then put into a salt bath or had sand blown at them just to see the reaction of the metals to metals. Um, so, so he, he started the actual framework of what was going to contain the, the, the wireless sets and, and things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> and he, 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 he worked in London. But um, her wedding dress, which was a, a, a winter thing, was damaged by glass flying when their windows were blown out. Um, I don't know if Margaret knows about this, but that's what my mum said uh, when before, because they got married um, was, was during the war. It must have been because yes, then and they were of course working in munitions and things of that nature. And that was the other thing, of course, in these large cities. So many of the ladies were working on munitions, and it was dangerous work. And bad, and it wasn't good for their health in many cases, where they were stuffing shells full of um, explosives and so forth. Um, where in the countryside, the majority of people there were looking after the food side of things, which was carrying on doing the job that they had all always done um, in 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 a, in a in a general in a general sort of way. So the people in the large towns had a totally different war than I ever experienced, um, it, it, definitely, um, and certainly food-wise, <laughs> we, we, we were okay. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like rationing has been, was probably the main 
factor for why British food is seen as bland because it lasted for so long, didn't it? Rationing it, it, it kept going, and also women working in in the factories. That's something we, we learn in school about how to all that. There's like there's the posters of the woman wearing the overalls, like flexing her arm and all that, all that mm. sort of stuff, isn't there? Um, and but it's interesting that after the war, women were then kicked out of the workforce again. Yes, yes, that's when. But, yes. but also for, for me, my friends that I went to did my nurse training with, I was one of the few that had grandfather. Because of all my other friends, they had a grandmother on at oh, least one or yes. both sides. Um, but most of them had lost either one or both grandfathers. And Jackie never knew either of her grandfathers. And I don't think Nikki or Jane did um, either. Um, on one side or the other, because they all went to war. Um, Whereas we had, uh, we uh, we had great grandfathers. Yes. You know, yes, and I the ones that yes. hadn't gone to the first world war. war. Yeah. yeah. So I was quite fortunate. I when I when I used to talk to them, I obviously had grandfathers, and I was seven when my great grandfather died. So I remembered him, um, and so I was quite. Um, an unusual entity having got those of, of the men of the male line going back not the female but the male line going back to have not lost them um, in either of the two either of the two wars so that is the difference between being a reserved occupation and more away from the big towns mm. and being conscripted up to um, up, up to the war yeah, my um, my mum's dad um, and all his brothers went in the First World War. Um, he was one of the few brothers that survived. It was a slaughter. Mm -hmm. um, and his health was um, damaged by that. Um, but his son, Charles, um, he um, was um, conscripted into the um, fire service in London. Um, and um, he um, was a, a, a very unusual um, person. He was a lovely chap. Um, to see him handle a, a, an injured animal was something special. Uh, that summed him up. Dragging out damaged kids from blitz buildings, he couldn't, he didn't cope with. So he then left the um, uh, um, fire service uh, and was conscripted into the, the army and he was in a mortar uh, platoon. Um, and um, I think I'm right in saying it was Italy because it, it's that trolley thing that in, in Italy um, that they moved their um, the, the fruit around on and that uh, they were using something like that to take mortars up to the um, uh, wherever the mortar unit was firing um, and they got hit um, and he lost all his mate and he ended up with shrapnel which finally actually he wasn't <laughs> killed by action but the action when he was injured um, left him with shrapnel in his body uh, and then in the end it's one of the reasons why um, he passed away quite young. So um, Charles was a, a, um, 
um, a very damaged uh, person. And to me now, um, looking back, I now understand who he was as a youngster because I couldn't make him out because he was he, he reacted differently um, of, of how they're having the problems with the youngsters from Afghanistan and how they uh, are mentally uh, reacting um, to what they saw and what they had to do out there. Um, it, it, it's, um, it's, it's another story again of what happened in the Second World War to a lot of people that where then at that time there wasn't much of a support structure so they were on their own so it was up to families and society to support them nowadays um, fortunately we're a little bit wiser we still make the same damn mistake um, to look after people that are uh, damaged uh, in, in, in that way yeah so Charles was your in your uncle yeah your uncle yeah. yes your your, your, yeah. your mother's brother yeah. yeah okay yeah so for your grandfather did he was it did he survive the war or was he reserved for World War one uh, well <coughs> the, the farming side was yeah. obviously but, but my other um, uh, grandfather and mothers they they lived in Bournemouth he wasn't um no, I can't. Oh yes, he was. He, um, he was in a way because yes, he, he worked for the, this. Captain Wilson, who's, who gave him that place and the thing, uh, in in a big house in 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 Kinson, and he they ran a hotel, um, and he he was the gardener and the chauffeur, and he produced all the food, so. He obviously he didn't go to the First World War. I don't remember, but 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 his um, he he had the same. He had brothers and and the rest of I wouldn't have known about really. But um, yes, all my my great grandfather's great great grandfather, the chaps at the photos I've got down there. Um, but then they were all farmers, mm. or they they were. Uh, or either they were either farmers or they were farm managers. They didn't all have their own farms in those days. But, um, but they were all reserved occupations in the yeah, back. They didn't yeah. get called up in the same yeah. way. This is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, that's um, just going, going that, that way, just to be a bit, a, a, a bit lighter. Again, yes. yeah. So the um, what the first thing I said was like beef dripping and bread was in interesting. That's pretty much like that's the epitome of what um, like boring British food is. Is, is just there was the 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 used over like fat from the meat and just the oh, brown, yeah, brown bread yeah. and stuff, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was. The, and it was you, also you, the didn't fact you didn't have this. Waste we didn't. Nowadays, yeah. of course, everything's bad for you. I mean, you <laughs> mustn't have animal fat. Uh, well, they keep on changing their minds. Mm. At one time, you shouldn't have had butter, and now it's all back up. Uh, and as for um, as for eating bread and dripping, well, that would have been um, that's really frowned on. But you see, the point is today there are so many 
obese people, <laughs> uh, people that are overweight, but they weren't in those days. So, so therefore, the diet was more balanced because they could eat their bread and dripping, but because the rest of their food was yeah. but right. Also they, but also, they had a much more physical life. Ah. Well, yes, that's ah. the other ah. thing. They weren't sitting down yeah. watching watching screens and no, um, working on a computer all no. day. They were getting up and getting on. Yes. So Everything involved yeah. more physical work, yeah. didn't it? Didn't, it didn't matter um, whether you were in towns or country or wherever, there was much more physicality mm. because mm. there was no automation. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And um, that was very much for the ladies because, quite honestly, many of the, la the, la the lady population appeared to be much fitter th than the men because they did a lot of physical work every mm. single day. Mm. Um, when you think of all the polishing and cleaning and washing that they did... Um, but it, even more so on the continent. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's quite amazing, yeah. And also, it is that um, there was less refined sugar because that is the thing that makes you. Large. Well, yeah, that's what is a refined sugar is is yeah, is, 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 the, is the culprit. Yeah. Fat fat doesn't make you fat. But of course, sugar was rationed. Exactly. So, and yeah. it wasn't refined it was, in the same way. Either. No, it's been rationed for years. Yeah. So. And and you went in to your store, which would have been the Devon and Somerset store in Exeter, and you would put your coupons forward, they would work out what sugar um, you were allowed on that coupon, and then it was put into blue bags, because it was all loose, didn't come in front of it, and they would then fit, put it in, weigh it into the brown bags. My mum, because we had the access to a lot of fruit, mm -mm. because and you had a, and a jam, oh, you had a jam uh, uh, ration as well, she didn't have any of the jam, she had that in sugar. So, because she then made a lot of jam <laughs> from blackberries. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, alternative but things yes. to what suited yes. your lifestyle as to what you were going to do with it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And like one or two last things for food to cover that. Like, this lasted quite a while, and Mum was actually saying that when she went to the butchers, she remembered having um, things like extra fat attached to mm. attached to me didn't you yes. as well i remember seeing when it used to be delivered don't get we always sometimes have our, our meat delivered or if you serve in the shop you always got you at your joint um and then particularly i think that was the way they butchered because people were going off fat so they cut it off whereas they wouldn't have done so that if they cut it off and put it on the top you could choose that yes. you could just yes. taking it off and throwing yes. it away if you didn't want it yeah um but, but that meant it wasn't attached to the meat to give no. the meat the flavour. Yeah. So therefore people lost the taste of things. Yes. I mean, things are not as tasty today. But, but, also, but also then, um, um, when, when we first did that, I mean, Hoff still did it when we were in, in breakfast, we did have a fridge then. But having fridges, I don't know about you, Michael, when on the farm, but having fridges, I remember not having a fridge, and I remember the first fridge. And my dad having the first. Yeah, fridge. We, I said that had, about that last time yeah, about the meat had, safe the meat outside. Safe. Yeah. But because that was that meat matured, mm. the air matures because mm. if you cool anything, it stops doing what the enzymes stop working, don't they? So all our food, all our meat. Well, the best meat, the best meat was the meat that was just going off. 
Yes. Mm. On the turn, as you say. Well, yes, it's on the turn. It has been worse than that. Yes, yes, it's all right. We won't go there. But I mean, I've had the most... We had the most horrific experience with this pink one, and nobody knew. We washed it all off. Yes. And every, I mean, it was lamb. I think even it, I, it was all right. <laughs> and everybody was saying, "Oh, that was the best lamb ever. That was really where'd you get it from?" I thought, "What? It, what if you'd seen it, thank God everybody was out except us. Yeah. Thank God they hadn't seen it, because otherwise I'd had to have thrown it away." <laughs> <laughs> it is perfectly true. The more mature it is, they yeah. could, of course, they, <clears throat> they could hang it longer. Uh-huh. But yeah, you, you know, we're joking, joking part about hanging. But we always went. I always went to the butchers in Winterbourne with Sir Sergeants and Son because they had they were a proper butchers and they hung all their meat. And you used to go in and ask for your joints, and then they used to cut you off your your joint. It wasn't ever vacuum packed. It wasn't ever in a fridge. You would, I would go in on the Saturday morning and go, I want, I know, five, a piece of pork from whichever size or a piece, whatever. And she, Mrs. Sergeant would just shout out the back to the husband, whatever she wanted. And he, and I, it would trot. But everything else she wanted, be it sliced ham or whatever, nothing was vacuum back. They do it up for you. But it was there was just a whole ham there, or a whole beef, or a whole piece of pork, and you just asked for it sliced, and you just asked. That, that's the other thing. Though, going back to yeah. to to you, Michael and and Rita, because you always had all those chicken. Now I cut. We used to come on a Sunday, but I cannot ever remember having anything other than chicken. No, no. I don't think. I don't know where Mum Sometime, went. Sometimes, sometimes gammon, and. Um, pork, um, but no, no beef. I've never, I've never no. had beef or lamb in your house. Oh, and we would have, yes, we would have sometimes lamb as well. Yeah, ninety-nine mm. percent uh, of the time it was chicken. Where was your nearest butchers in in Portishamon? Um, no, there was. Uh, it was in Dorchester. So Mum yeah. would go shopping on market day on a Wednesday, and go to Dewhurst's, the butchers in in. Um, but we wouldn't have come up very often in the week. It was virtually always on a Sunday, they yeah. say. But it was always chicken. Yeah. It was always yeah. chicken. And of course, the broilers, they weren't as tasty because no. they were grown too quickly. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, they weren't, they, they were grown very quickly. Well, um, yes. Yeah. Um, but they had a big, because where you were. There was a big market in Bournemouth, of Jews. course, for broilers. Broilers, so they liked the Jews. There was Ju- uh, the, the, white, the, Jews, yes. the, the white, the Jews, the white Jewish population, the, the, yeah. the, the soft white meat, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. But it didn't necessarily. T- to me, it never tasted the same as a chicken yeah. because ours just was just on the farm and running yeah. around. Mm. Um, we had a lot of muscles. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You, your <coughs> mum and dad made a very good living, um, and it was a big part of their their farming was was the broilers, mm. but it wasn't my cup of tea, not from the eating point of view. <laughs> but when you're talking about what was it, you had two twenty five thousand house as well. Yes, I think I think it, it peaked, there was some awful lot of chickens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. 
Yeah, you think of that number. 50,000 chickens. Yes. And I remember when one time, a few times when we'd come, they just arrived. Yeah, a little furry things. Yeah. Chicking away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that was a fair, because that came in not so long ago, did it? Because you didn't hear of it before. Mum and Dad, you know, well, before they well, started doing, but they started doing a few in in Gilligan, but it wasn't a thing that was around when we were that young. No, no, and I think I think um, people, I guess it's Ministry of Agriculture, Fisheries and Food, mm-hmm. and what have you, encourage production, mm-hmm. you know, of foodstuffs to to feed the population mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, and quickly. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that was that was it, and and they you know rode that particular wave. Yeah, because well, the, the, the first lots that they were doing when they had sort of um, two hundred odd in in the houses and so forth, used to take ten weeks to get to their um, uh, weight, uh, which was um, <coughs> acceptable. Because um, a, ch- a chicken yes, um, is, is a bird for converting food into n- nourishment, because their droppings is full of uh, really good quality nitrogen, which you can put on on the fields afterwards. But to the end, uh, right at the end, they were going out at full weight in six weeks. Yeah, it was, it was quite very, quick, very quick. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you can imagine just what those birds were like. They, they were fully grown for the food market. Mm-hmm. They're not <coughs> necessarily fully grown for a chicken. No. And well, I think then people became more aware of <coughs> animal welfare and the sort of life that they had however short or long it was, should have been a bit better. You know, nowadays, you know, like battery, well, like battery hens, wasn't it? Just in a cage laying an egg. But don't you think everybody now is much more into the welfare of animals? Yes, I, I think people do question where the circumstances of where, where it's been grown from. Yeah. Mm. And, um, but I guess there's always... Um, some of the population which will say, well, I, I can't afford to buy the uh, food I want yeah. at the cost that this would entail and, and therefore, you know, they, they, will, they, will, they will go for the cheapest because that's the way they need to feed their family and, and what have you. Yeah. So I, but th- th- you've always got that dynamic yeah. and, and you've got food but stuff that's being brought in from overseas. As, as, yeah. as well. Um, but I mean, so. now why are we having why are we having food banks? And in places like Ashburton, and have have got these these uh, freezers behind the town halls, and you know, speak about um, where you can where you go and put the stuff, ca- or cabbages, vegetables, everything that is sort of left over, um, and instead of wasting it, they 
and but there are this number of families now that need to go there. Mm. Well, anybody can go there. Mm. I mean, the ones that can, if 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 you happen to be walking past and thought, oh, well, that's a nice Savoy cabin, you put in, mm. you put in what you, what you expect to pay for. Um, but that amazes me really in this day and age that we're going backwards in that, in that respect because you never had anything like that. You know, we wouldn't dream of going... No, but but I suppose years ago also people tended to spread around what they had. Yeah. 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 And markets would have sold off, and markets at the end of the day mm. would have sold off what they had yeah. sold so, cheap. Yeah. And so people used to wait to the end of market day and go around well, yes. and see what was left well, it's on like the waiting stores. to the uh, end of like a Sunday night or somebody going in Waitrose. I remember yes. we were up with you once and mm. you went into Waitrose and got this really nice chicken. It was just being sold off but yeah. because it was Sunday night sort yeah. of thing. Mm. But, but, but yes, yeah, and, but, that, but it's the same same thing. But with the same, like years ago, if you had to, if you had a lot of carrots and somebody else didn't, you, you sort of, Exchange what you have with other mm. people. And well, nowadays, well, you go and put it in this. Uh, yeah, so it's the thing. same sort of thing, but it's just yeah. visible now, whereas years ago it was just done. Sure. So we must have gone through a big period now when nothing, no, nothing like that was needed or doable because why has it suddenly happened? I don't know if it's going mean, yeah. going. Well, the history we're looking yes, now yes, about, yes, about yes, politics yes, and sociology. Yes, yes, yes. Let's stop yeah. there. Yeah. Let's stop there. We've actually. I was going to talk about something else, but we haven't got time now. We've been going for like fifteen minutes just talking <laughs> about this stuff. So uh, I think we'll do another one tomorrow, uh, just to, to to cover the other topic we wanted to cover. So uh, I think we'll uh, we'll stop this one there, really. So there we go.